0: Most people found the Illuminati in things that have crossed their path. People found it in the occult, and mistakenly they have said, aha, the Illuminati is the occult. Then they have found it in the Masons, and they said, aha, the Illuminati is the Masons. Then they have found it in politics.
1: They said, oh, it's politics. So they found it in the international banking system, or they found it in Zionism. So they list it as just being that. Actually, it is all these things, and much more. You were both in Skull
0: and Bone, the Secret Society. It's so sacred we can't talk. About it. What does that mean for America? The conspiracy
1: theorists are going to go wild. I'm on. sure they are. I don't know. I haven't seen the web. Number three, two, two. You both were members of Spell and
0: Bones, a secret society at Yale. What does that tell us? Uh, not much, because it's a secret. <laughs> Let us never tolerate outrageous conspiracy theories. You're listening to Canary Cry Radio. Now here are your hosts, Basil and Gons. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Canary Cry Radio. If you're coming in from Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube, or uh, Revelations Radio Network, thanks for stopping by. Um, Stop by the website and check it out. If you're tuning in from the website, take a look around. Thanks for coming in. Um, today is
1: May Day. Well, it's the eve of May Day. So, eve of uh, May Day. Which, if you guys don't know, May 1st is the birthday of the Illuminati. Uh, happy birthday, in- Illuminati. Yeah, happy birthday. Here's a cake for you with a single <laughs> flame. Lucifer's fire. But anyway. um, Yeah, so May 1st, 1776 was basically um, when the Illuminati was formed by a Jesuit named Adam Weissop. And I'm sure, you know, I think a lot of people have kind of known or know a lot of this stuff. I don't think it's a secret. You can go on Wikipedia and dig around, you know, just type in Illuminati and There's plenty of information about the history of how Adam Weissop, you know, formed the group, uh, his thoughts on it. But May 1st is May Day. It's the fire festival, um, traditionally called Beltane. And it's described as a fertility ritual, in part perhaps connecting with the waxing power of the sun, symbolized by the lighting of fires through which livestock were driven and around which the people... Danced in a sunwise direction, and um, you know it's a it's a pagan ritual kind of thing that's been passed down, and so you know Adam Weissop decided to use that day to form the group, and basically a few years later, uh, uh, the uh, there was a new set of leaders in Bavaria, and he basically shut down the. Uh, any kind of secret societies to which illuminati was one of them um but you know in the history books that's where the illuminati ends but we know that you know we know that the uh illuminati was basically merged into the freemasons and other secret societies and uh it was kind of re reemerged secretly in the 1780s so
0: Imagine that the secret yeah. society secretly being secret. <laughs> being secret.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I, I would say that we can go into all sorts of stuff about the Illuminati, but um, you know, there's so much information out there about the Illuminati that we, we didn't want to just regurgitate some of the information that's out there. Um Right. And certainly we I mean, if you if you guys email us and tell us, hey, we want to know more about the Illuminati, we'll we can definitely go into a lot more of it um but one of the places that um I found interesting uh, about the illuminati was from somebody that uh, that goes by the name of Svali and um some of S- you guys S
0: V A L I
1: yeah S-V-A-L-I. Svali yeah and she is um she's a christian now and she's she came out of the illuminati a lot of the mind control stuff she was Um, it was, it was, you know, pretty popular, I guess, in the, I guess the conspiracy circles a few years ago when she came out with some of her writings and her testimony and you read some of it and, um, it's kind of hard to swallow some of the stuff that she, uh, had to go through. It's, it's very traumatic and.
0: Right, right. So, I mean, basically she was, she was born into the Illuminati to a very wealthy family, um, started being, you know, trained or whatnot from uh, her early childhood. She actually, by the time she was 22, she was something like the youngest programmer slash trainer of the Illuminati, something like that. Right. Um. So she was she was sort of a Illuminati savant or something like that. And, um, she has a, there's a website called speaks.com That's S-V-A-L-I speaks.com. Some of you might already be familiar with that. Um, but if you're not, we suggest that you go there and check it out. There's just an enormous amount of information that this, um, young lady, uh, has put out there. Um, and it's, it is, uh, shocking, I think, um. The level of detail that she goes in uh, to her experiences, and uh, it, you know, you wouldn't think so because those of us who spent time looking into the Illuminati and and really uh, getting to the core of it, we we sort of know the darkness that surrounds it. We know it. Uh, we've read about it, um, but then you hear her interviews and you start looking at some of her things that she's written down. And it all sort of starts to come to life, and it's it gives it a whole new um,
1: perspective.
0: Just a whole new perspective on the thing. So, so after the show, or right now, or something, go there, check it out. Um, There's videos, and there's all sorts of things. There's question and answer, and then uh, and I mean, this isn't this isn't exactly the newest stuff. Again, like we said, this has been out for a few years, but. it's definitely if you're interested in the Illuminati, this is definitely a a must see for, um, for you know building your your basis of knowledge about
1: um yeah because the you society know, yeah because we we know it's there like you said but we don't really necessarily um well I I would say that with Svalley's information it's it's also very unique to the Christians in the Christian community because she comes out and says, I'm a Christian, you know, and she's not shy about it and says a lot of times she says, this is my, and especially in the Q and a section, um, talks about how, you know, this is my worldview. So when I answer the answer, these questions, it's going to come out that way. Uh, especially a lot of the parts about, you know, demons and some of the spiritual activities. Um, one of the things I found interesting, a, a point that I found interesting was, um, how there's, uh, various branches kind of, of, uh, of the, um, the Illuminati, I think she said they divided up into like six different categories where, uh, let me see seats.
0: They call it. They yeah. Call yeah. Seats, ascended, and there's...
1: seats of ascended masters or something. It's, right. it's very specific.
0: Basically the seats, you know, are, uh, science, uh, religion, education, military, spirituality, and, uh,
1: there's one more government, I think
0: government. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Duh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, one of the things I found interesting is one of, in one of her testimonies, she talks about how uh, she was in, um, oh boy, which one was she in? I can't remember which one was she was in, but the groups would kind of mock each other. Like the spiritual people were, were mocked because, Oh, you know, that's, that's kind of like the crazy stuff, even though everyone partook in spiritual rituals Right. Um, so I just thought it was a very interesting insight into the group of like even within it, you know, it's not just like this cohesive thing, you know, they have right. these well, and uh, that, they're very human.
0: Yeah, and it, it exactly. It it does show this this strange human part of the society that you don't really get when you're reading about it. When you hear it from her she's she's talking as a member. Right. Um so she starts talking about, you know, what goes into actually being a human in the, in the society. And she talks about how, um, basically people live two lives. They live a day life and they live a night life and their day life. They are, you know, business people, they're politicians, they're just children. They're good good citizens. Exactly. They seem to be law abiding, um, charitable citizens. Then at night they switch into this uh, this darker side, and and she was saying, you know, four nights out of the week they would do these rituals that are, you know, um, uh, Luciferian in in uh, in context, and it's it's very interesting to hear her um, talk about these things, and she talks about split personalities and and the train the uh, the mind training that goes into this, and the just her mother uh, betraying her because they feel they, the one maxim is that betrayal is the highest form of love. And she sort of gives this whole, um, this almost autobiography of a child growing up in the Illuminati. And it's, it's terrifying really. Yeah, And, um, and it, it, to me, it, It gives a whole nother level to why they should be stopped. That, you know, we can all say that the Illuminati should be stopped in their globalist agenda and that, you know, the one world government and the bringing of the apocalypse and all these sort of things. Right. But then, on a very, almost on a more, uh, just, you know, on a more basic level of humanity, they need to be stopped because of child abuse, sexual abuse, um, right. human sacrifices that are very real. She talks about a, a, uh, a ritual she had to be in where she was brought to the Vatican and she was brought down into the catacombs and she was there with just a few other people and she's there to be sealed into the group um, and she's quite young at this point. And they go down and they witness a child sacrifice, a real child sacrifice, down in this catacomb. And then after that, they have to, you know, kiss the golden ring on the finger of, you know, the father who's who's, uh, uh, you know, doing the ritual. And then they're then they're sealed into the group, and and you know they're told. If you tell anybody about this, the same and worse will be done to you. Blah 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 blah. But you know, the to hear it from her perspective is just uh, heart stopping.
1: Yeah, you and know, I you know, as I was I was driving home thinking about this today, and you know, I I, I tried to put myself in the shoes of the Illuminati. Like, what what would it really be like day to day? You know, just just conceptually living life if you're in the Illuminati. You know. And there was a part of me, which I think is that part of the human uh, condition that we're in now, where I was like, you know, I I think I would kind of get a kick, get a high out of knowing that that I have control over, or me and a group of people have control over the finances of the world, of uh, influencing entertainment, Um, you know, there was like a certain sense of like, wow, you know, if I was thrown into that situation, there are no guarantees that I'm going to stop everything from happening, you know, continuing. And, uh, and that's, that's really, what's really hard about this. And I think, you know, we, we demonize and we make the Illuminati so evil and and certainly they, they are, but um, it, it plays on the, the character flaws that we as humans have in general, in in this fallen state. And so, um, you know, when you're, especially when you're born into it, um, they're traumatic, but at the same time, it's like, you know, if if I was born into this and I was three or four generations in and I had an obligation to carry out that was, you know, something that my father's father's father, you know, had a plan and I'm just part of, you know, it gives you a a warped sense, but certainly... Um, a tangible sense of meaning and purpose that is, it's hard to break. You know, I don't well, think it's right. that easy to just say, you know what? I think this is totally wrong. I'm going to put an end to this. And certainly people have come out of it. But, uh,
0: well, right. Well, Swali even talks about um, how as a child, she didn't know that it was different. She right. didn't know that what she was going through was different. She thought that, you know, everybody was going through. Everybody did these rituals a few nights a week. Everybody right. had this sort of day self and night self. He, she, she explains how she just figured, you know, everything she saw in the daytime was just everybody's quote, daytime unquote, side. Day, daytime <laughs> side, right. And that, you know, at home, everybody was doing these rituals. So she talks about how she didn't even know that what was happening was different or was wrong or was whatever, you know, even through all of these um, abuses that she goes through in in, in quite a bit of detail. Um, and so even from that point, by the time that you're old enough to even know that this is different, um, you, you – I mean, you've already gone through the hard part at that point. Right. And now it's time for you to sort of um, – work in the power that you are now capable of working in now that you're old enough. Right. Whereas when you're younger and you know where that would be the point where inherently you know there's something wrong. And she talks about how she knew something was wrong as a child and she prayed to God. She didn't pray to her Illuminati deities. Right. She prayed to a God that she knew existed um, just as all children do at that point um, to set her free because she knew at that point that there was something wrong. But, um, she talks about how, you know, by the time you grow older and you've sort of survived all of these traumatic things, it's almost, it's a psychological, uh, reward almost that now you've gone through that. Now you get to enjoy the power that comes along with what you've been doing. And then that's where it's hard to break out of. Right. Uh, because you feel like you're entitled to these sort of things. And and it's amazing how they she talks about the steps that they take to make sure that people don't commit suicide in right, the Illuminati. right yeah
1: yeah that was really interesting.
0: It was it's amazing to hear this. They she oh shoot she was talking about um somebody had asked her in the question and answer section if she was censored or would they let her, you know, read about the world, or right. was she not allowed to watch TV or things like this? So, and she said, "No, you're not. You're not censored at all. You're allowed to watch TV. You're you're allowed to read whatever books you want. You can listen to whatever music you want." Um. And uh, and just simply for the case that. It, it, it's, suppo- it's supposed to give them hope that there's something else. Right. S- she talks about how they let um, let you read books, let you watch movies as a child because it would teach you about God. You know, you'd in- inadvertently learn about God. You'd learn about love. You'd learn about hope. You'd learn about all these good things that we as a so- society sort of feed on and, um, and they allow the children to learn about these things strictly for the purpose of giving them hope to not kill themselves. Right. Because she, she talks about her mother and her mother would just consistently betray her and, and uh, torture her and abuse her and put her through these things, um, quote unquote, out of love because betrayal is the highest form of love because it's teaching your child to be strong and blah, blah, blah. And then that she would be allowed to go learn about, you know, God and hope and love and real love. And she, she talks about how she saw, how she would see this concept of love on TV or something and just, and not know what it is and right. not understand it. Um, but it's something that she sort of hoped for and it kept her alive, kept her from killing herself more or less. <laughs> and so... It's just very interesting how even through it all, they, the Illuminati um, parents, need to keep their children from committing suicide because of what they're doing, and they continue to do it. It's it's this it's this strange cycle of abuse. I mean, she talks about how um, she had a. a A mentor as she was younger or sort of an uncle type guy. And he would always talk sweet to her, say, you're my adopted daughter. You're, I'm so proud of you. And she really loved him or she, you know, she thought she did. And then what made it even more heartbreaking is the same man would turn around and sexually abuse her and do all this sort of stuff. And, and that was sort of The her childhood was built around betrayal because betraying your child is considered, you know, a good form of parenting to these to these Illuminatists, and um, it's just bizarre to hear about. Uh, Well, to hear that there's interviews you can hear or you could read about it, and there's all sorts of sections on SvaliSpeaks.com, but it it really gives a whole new dimension. To stopping them because it's no longer, you know, we, we can all come up in arms against the new world government and we can, and we can stop globalization and the corruption, but then on the very basic level, we should be stopping this because of child abuse.
1: Yeah, you
0: know, it's, it's not just about this sort of grand scheme that conspiracy theorists love to, um, not love to. I don't know. I'm talking like that, but you know, conspiracy <laughs> theorists, we we have a mind towards that ultimate goal. But on just a very on the smaller level, the police should be called on these people for those simple
1: reasons. The problem is they have infiltrated so many different sectors of society that it's it's difficult to just you know just call the police. And and at the beginning, they might be like, oh wow, let's put a stop to this, but ultimately um you know even even the military could be you know because military are the, the way the, it's structured is to take orders from people above so you know you trace it back and somebody at the very top you know squashes it or whatever and 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 there you go nothing gets done I, you know
0: right and i guess when i say call the police on these people you know it's it's
1: metaphorically
0: metaphorically i mean it it's almost to the point of what was that movie? Machine Gun Preacher. He's this guy who goes into South Africa, sort of takes the law into his own hands and starts, you know, shooting up the guys who are <laughs> snatching children for, you know, rebel, rebel, uh rebel. Uh, what am I saying? Ch- child soldiers. Um Things like that. Well, it's sort of the same thing here. I mean, there's really nothing you can do short of busting into these people's
1: houses. Right. And, and sort of doing that sort of thing. Um, well, the other problem, too, is that they're so ambiguous, we really don't know who's at the top. I mean, as, at least as far as a, a physical person, you know, I mean, I believe that there is a spiritual headship here, uh, a, you know, a fallen cherub leading the whole charge. But um, but certainly, I, I, who do we go after? You know what I mean? I mean, they're they're the way they have infiltrated different secret societies, different sectors of culture you can knock down you can maybe win some battles but you know the war is well ultimately you know we know who wins the war but in essence uh as far as a tangible way to stop them uh, there's really not a whole lot we can do other than to inform people and to help people understand what's going on so that they don't you know inadvertently help their kids you know well, if mind else, mind-controlled and, you
0: know. Yeah. Well, if nothing else, the, the simple fact that this is happening should be triggering an emotional response instead of just an intellectual response against right. the world government. Right. Intellectually, we can all say that uh, the globalization of government is a bad idea. But to bring it to an emotional and a, a very carnal level, the, uh, the child abuse and the ritual abuse, not even just the child abuse. I mean, the abuse of grown... Um, Women and grown men, and the sacrificing and and things of this nature is is just inherently needs to be stopped. Um, aside from the, uh, the 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 new world order, um, and and sort of on the same level, I mean, we're, we're, we were we we talking about um, you know just the horrendous childhood and and younger adulthood. S- Svali talks about how. Her mother um forced her to shoot one of her friends and kill them right, and sort of shows you know first of all just the messed up nature of what's happening with the you know with the parents but on second on another level sort of how they're above the law i mean they just do that they just right. shoot people they just that's just what they do
1: yeah and and, and there's there's other Things that you'll read that are pretty grotesque it, it, it's so horrendous that it, I mean I don't I mean I was going to say it, but at the same time I, when I thought about it I'm like no nah, I probably yeah, we'll won't just say let it. them find out when they yeah. <laughs>
0: when, when you guys read it, you'll know what we're talking about now now let's let's change over to another sort of subject here and that's the um
1: it kind of that- goes along the same lines though It's all connected.
0: Well, well, I was going to talk about the mind control and the sort of programming because Svali, her, her level um, that she reached in the Illuminati was sort of this mid-level brain programmer. Right. And uh, it's, it's just interesting to see because you sort of, you wonder how this sort of thing goes on without as much whistleblowing as you'd think. And it's because of these... These programmers, or this this lifelong mind control, trauma induced sort of um, subjugation that
1: happens. Right. Uh, one of the things that I found interesting was um, uh, the role of television and and you know what you know what 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 does television do to us? And uh, the way she responds, she basically says that when people watch TV, uh, their brain waves go into an alpha state. And, um, they're, they're more suggestible than normal in that state. So, um, she was saying that a lot of just Illuminati programming in general happens in that state. And I was kind of thinking about it and I'm like, you know, I've had moments. I mean, even when I was a kid, I remember watching TV and feeling so mindless, you know, like like when you watch TV for like three or four hours straight and you're just like, I don't even know what I'm watching anymore. When I'm just watching, you know? Yeah. And, you know, that that kind of feeling of, like, you know, subliminal <laughs> mind control type thing where you get that glazed feeling, glazed expression, and you're just kind of, like, staring blindly. And that's – I don't know. I, I just think it's very interesting that she brings that up with cartoons. and And, and then you look at what kids are watching, you know, it's all occult. It's all, you know, crazy, symbolic, uh, sinister, demonic. I mean, it's always, right. it's, it's right. never, you know, it's never like Jesus or anything.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, she talks about even Disney movies and things like that. And she's, she just is surprised by the blatancy of the Illuminati, um, right. Uh, you know, symbolism and things. And she says here, um, when she was a child, th- th- they would go to what's called um, mind training or uh, brain training or things like this. And uh, she was eight years old um, and she would be taken to Langley, Virginia here and she would go underneath, uh, the gra- underneath the building to these classrooms and she would sit with other children and they'd all watch films on how to kill someone or s- certain sexually explicit films and they'd be taught how to shoot and they'd be taught how to lose you know tails or they you know being um, somebody following them and they would be taught all these sorts of things and and they would discuss in detail the sort of things going on and um it was just all part of this sort of brain training or if you, i mean you think about it it's just a desensit desensitization yeah. of um to these sort of things
1: yeah and, and, and yeah go ahead
0: no go for it
1: well i was going to say that you know it, it goes along with like you know first player or first person shooter games and and just video games in general are You know, cause it's, it's really tough because, you know, in college I was playing, you know, I think I played Counter-Strike, you know, which was a game that was a first person shooter. You go in, you're, you're in the military, you have a gun and you like, you know, I had a roommate that was all into it with like the headset and everything. And, um, yeah, games like, uh, um, auto theft or something. I can't remember all the names now, Uh, but Grand Theft 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 Auto. Auto, Yeah. (laughs) shows where my brain is but um <laughs> all those games on the surface they seem so innocent you know and, and and they always say like well you know it hasn't actually increased violence you know in the streets and whatnot but it's like at the same time it's like what are you doing in these games i mean you're you're basically you know uh falling into the spirit of murder like you just mindlessly slaughter people and it's like oh okay <laughs> You're mindlessly stealing people's cars and pimping, you know, women and like all these things are just like indoctrinating the, ch- the young people. And, and I think more so, I mean, I, it's funny because I, I feel like I'm in a generation where we grew up with video games and uh, I'm seeing it's just strange for me to see my friends who are, you know, going late 20s, about to go into their 30s and and they're still like totally into video games. Yeah. You know, and, and and it's like I'm, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to be judgmental or anything. It's just strange that 10 years ago uh you know, in my late teens and early 20s, it was like, yeah, playing video games is just kind of our cultural thing. We didn't see that many people in their 30s and 40s playing video games, but now it's going to be like part of society, you know, like everyone's going to be doing it.
0: Right. Well, what I think is interesting is she talks about um, with these these training sessions, oftentimes they'd go, uh, they'd be happening at 4.30 in the morning. Right. Um, and this was because, uh, you know, it would cre- you, your mind at that point is in a state, um, you know, is, is sort of an altered state with exhaustion and things like this that, uh, that make these sort of lessons stick a little bit more. And it just brings me back to, you know, uh, the countless nights that I spent all night long playing video games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. playing until the sun would come up and then catch some sleep before class or something like that. And, you know, it, it brings you, as she describes it, as um, as a, it's sort of bringing them to a near death type of state. And uh, it's just being in that state creates a very loyal subject. I right. Think was the and, and it just, uh, it just makes the lessons stick a little bit more in, in sort of a brainwashing type way, I suppose. After that, after she talks about the training, I mean, she, by the time she's 23, she is, she is a trainer. She's the head trainer right. of, of the, uh, I think just the Western United States. She's stationed in San Diego. Yeah. And so she, she's the one now, um, supervising these, these sessions or these experiments and she talks about how they did experiments um, at these sort of times and what is amazing here is that she talks about how after she would do experiments um, for the Illuminati uh, she would have to upload her data um, to a, a database in Langley, Virginia and she had to go through six levels of security passwords at the CIA data center before they came to the where the uh, data could be uploaded. And she talks about how um, tax dollars are going to pay for certain things like f- 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 for this exact purpose. Um, she talks about here, she, let's see, I'll just read this paragraph. I believe that most of the American public has no idea that certain government Uh, organizations are using their money this way. I also believe that the most who read this will disbelieve that the CIA and a respected medical center um, could be the site of such experimentation on the minds and psyches of both children and adults. Um, But it's the truth, and I'm very sorry that it is, because I'm angry that part of my taxes taken out when I work goes to support ongoing abuse. So, uh, uh, what? I mean, you think about this, and you know, we all like, we know that the Illuminati and the government are are, are in bed together. But then you hear about the CIA, uh, where their machines are um, uh, providing data space, and I'm sure much more, um, to these abusive experiments happening on children and adults. Not even in the name of science. Not in the name, not for the government. Not for some development of, you know, some psychiatric treatment. This is for experiments for the Illuminati for brain training.
1: Right. It's almost like how, you know, the concept of like us being slaves, I've I've had conversations with people where they say, oh, that's not slave. You know, we're not in a slave, you know, slave society. And, um, you know, obviously they're thinking about, you know, 17th 18th 19th century like slavery modern slavery from Africa that kind of slavery right which is very deliberate and external right but they it seems like with these last couple hundred years especially this last century our minds are enslaved in a sense that you know we're not necessarily in a cage you know having to do something directly but by carrying out our own desires and agendas financially um, you know the American Dream—that kind of thing—we're actually feeding into, uh, yeah, we,
0: a, we're a deeper working, plan, right? We're working for the purposes of an of another of another uh, organization, and even then, she's talking about. I mean, she she just has something for everything. Svali does, yeah. I mean, uh, on the account of what you're talking about there, she talks about how a lot of these polls. And such things that you see on the news or on the internet or something are to gauge how well um, a sort of nationwide, uh, let's call it, influence campaign is happening. And you say, "Well, obviously, that's what they're before." But no, I mean, simple things um, just just are meant to tell the Illuminati how their nationwide brain training is working and if it's not working she talks about how they tweak it i mean this was her job she was uh, a brain trainer so she was involved in all this and i i recommend everybody again go to com, and um it'll be in the show notes and, and look at it for yourself she can explain it a lot better than i can i assure you that
1: <laughs> we're just a big we're in a giant petri dish basically right. with different chemicals and different things being tested on us, it's really, there's only one solution in my opinion. Um, and, uh, you know, but anyway, I, huh, (laughs) what's that one solution Gons? Um, I would say that it is the love of Jesus, but, um, That, that sounds pretty effective to me. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I think he's pretty powerful. He created the world and everything,
0: right? right. Um, <laughs> but keep in keep in mind that um, you know the, these these sort of brain trainings and these these things. I, there are ways to avoid all of this stuff, and I myself have taken the uh, common sense steps towards, you know. Um, I don't know, free thinking or freedom from this, this sort of slavery. And I recommend everybody else start doing this. I mean, and it's easy to do. Stop watching so much TV.
1: Yeah. There's
0: other stuff to do. Read a book. TV is TV is not just entertainment. Okay. Everything on TV is, is very controlled. It's very purposeful. Even, I mean, down to the very seconds of a commercial, everything is very intentional on top of that. Um, Stop eating the crap that you know you're not supposed to be eating. You know you're not supposed to be eating it, and even more so, stop eating it because the Illuminati doesn't even let their own people eat it. Yeah, she talks about how I think it was in the question and answer section how somebody asked, "Are the Illuminati leaders um, kept away from the sort of you know fluoride water and microwaves?" She says, "Yes, the the leaders of the Illuminati are." prohibited from drinking alcohol and eating things that have been in a microwave and drinking t- this sort of stuff that, you know, we all know is being done to poison us. Um, well, they're yeah. prohibited from, from even taking part in it. Well, so well, we, we yeah. should take a hint. People yeah. <laughs> take a hint from these leaders of the Illuminati and stop inducing uh, or uh, exposing yourself to these toxins and to these bad things and I mean you'll feel better and you'll probably look a little bit better too
1: yeah and you gotta understand too that these Illuminists believe that they are uh, a superior race of people I mean they, they truly I, believe that, that they are trying to create uh, um, a super race this is the same thing that you hear about in you know Nazi Germany with Hitler it didn't end there in fact it began before that and it's still going so it, that was right. probably a public uh, test, litmus test to see how well this concept would fly and obviously it didn't go too well. But, um, but yeah, they, and it goes into all the things that we've talked about in the past with transhumanism and everything else. They, they, are, they truly believe that they are superior to the rest of us.
0: Well, right, and and I hear people, and it drives me crazy. People who sort of sympathize with the Illuminati, and they say, "Oh, they are just trying to be enlightened, and they, they we should try to get a one-world government, and we should thank them for for working towards this and all these things." And you know, but but they're poisoning you. They don't. They they are not your friends. They believe you are an unenlightened being. They don't right. think you deserve life. They don't think you deserve. Um, the luxury is that they are planning for the new world order. They don't think you deserve to have healthy food. They don't think you deserve to have water that isn't filled with neurotoxins. You know, they these people are not out for your best interest. If anybody out there was thinking for a second that um, of letting the Illuminati just go about their business, because it's that's not how it is. It's just the truth. Okay, so just just know that besides the new world government besides the child abuse besides the ritual killings these people just plain don't like you they yeah. think that you're neophytes that you're not neophytes they think that you're just you're just animals basically and it's i mean it's 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 a, it's demonstrably obvious even from certain esoteric writings that those who are not in the illuminati or the Freemasons, are lesser beings. And so just take a hint from them. Stay away from all the things that they're feeding, both your mind and your body. And, you know, we can only do our best, but even our best is going to make a big difference in the quality of our lives and the, the quality of our minds.
1: Yeah, and if you, if you come across people that are kind of like that, skeptical about this whole thing, and they're, they're out there, uh, most of the people actually probably are saying oh this is crazy this is nuts you know it goes to show how well this works uh, they they know what they're doing as far as influencing um, socially how they you know how they want people to think what they want people to believe um, they're very good at what they do so if you can convey that somehow i don't think it's a very easy thing to convey and certainly um, you know, how do you tell someone that everything you know is a lie, you know? Um, right. Well, we'll just,
0: uh, just think about when you hear the word conspiracy, even me, I, even myself, I hear the word conspiracy and I cringe just a little bit because of the, the mind training that's been happening through our whole lives. Yeah. My whole life, I've been taught to think that conspiracy theories are crazy, you know, uh, that, Everything that you see does exist. The real, the world really is like this, you know, things like this, and and that is a very intentional thing, and it takes a while to start to be able to break out of that, um, and it's just a whole part of the mind control, and it drives me crazy when people c- call conspiracy theorists or or whatever um, crazy, and and, it, and it's gone right into the very heart and soul of the media. I mean, I was reading an article by Wired magazine and they have a few different articles on conspiracy theories and things like this. But um I was reading it and they're naming certain things, I don't you know, I don't remember exactly, something like the Loch Ness monster and Michelangelo painting the Sistine Chapel and certain conspiracies involved with that and they're sort of, you know, talking about it like You know, here are the facts. Here's some things that happened. Notice how, you know, Michelangelo painted uh, God to sort of look like a brain, Um, you know, saying that God is just logic or something like that. And then they get to the conspiracies about Freemasons and Illuminatists, and they just start going crazy about just how conspiracy theorists are nuts. And Freemasons have (laughs) nothing to do with the government and Illuminati. The Illuminati, they just want to be enlightened and they just want to make the world a better place. (laughs) And how thinking that they're anything more than that is just heresy and craziness and everybody who thinks otherwise should just be locked up. And I'm reading this thinking they were just talking about other conspiracy theories about Michelangelo painting... Uh, Hebrew Hebrew letters into the Sistine Chapel and things like that. But the second it comes on to the, the Freemasons or the Illuminati, it's just crazy to think any, anything <laughs> else but what they want you to think. And it was just driving me nuts to think that here they are discussing, you know, some pretty controversial um conspiracies and then just at the drop of the word freemasonry or illuminati anybody who has anything to say is just crazy and and the very sad part the very worst part about everything is the fact that Svali has come out and there is a website and all of her interviews and she tells exactly what happens and she's not the only one there have been many people to come out who describe the exact same sort of ritual killings and things happening in the Illuminati and people just ignore it. Yeah, They just think that it's fake. How sick and twisted can things be if you're hearing people talk about being sexually molested and watching ritual sacrifices and simply not believe them because you think, oh, the Freemasons are just a bunch of old guys <laughs> who get together and drink and wear funny hats. It is just twisted right. as to how The culture is forcing us to think people um, who think the Freemasons or Illuminati are anything more than just a social club are crazy.
1: Right. And there's another article in Wired Magazine called The Psychology of Conspiracy Theories. And basically this guy comes out and says – let me read a sentence here. Um, uh, Just the first paragraph says it all. You know, In case you haven't noticed, this site's been currently being bombarded by a certain strand of conspiracy theorists – Uh, I'm still not entirely sure what these people believe in, apart from being absolutely certain that the government is developing brain-eating vaccines, spiking the water with lithium, and trying to subdue the population with reactive medicine. While it's always sad to see so much angry ignorance on Parade, it's also a fascinating case study in cognitive dissonance. So oh, if you right, believe yeah. that stuff automatically you have cognitive dis- dissonance.
0: It's Right, exactly. If if you believe anything that is outside of the norm, the then you have yeah, then you are experiencing a psychological issue called cognitive dissonance where right. you just don't know what to believe and you don't know what is real. Like it is just Nonsense! It makes me wonder. It makes me want to follow the paper trail up Wired Magazine and see like where all this stuff is coming from.
1: Yeah, And which we uh, we we were trying to kind of before the show today we were trying to figure out you know if there are any connections <laughs> with some of the uh, you know the things going on with Wired Magazine and any kind of secret society type stuff and you know we couldn't find anything direct. I mean, we only spent you know five ten minutes or something on it, um, but. Something interesting, which it ties into a little bit of some of the things we've talked about with technocracy and transhumanism in the past. Um, I was given a book uh, by uh, somebody I know, um, and it's called "What Technology Wants," and it's written by Kevin Kelly, who is uh, who was the uh, guy who helped launch Wired magazine. So this guy, you know, has his hands in technology, and obviously he's a very successful. Um, You know, He started a very successful online, and I think they're on their paperback too, right? I believe so. Um, But basically, he goes and talks about what technology wants. And the kind of language he uses is very similar to some of the things we've heard in the past about uh, the technium wanting to expand the fundamental traits of life, and it's all for goodness. Um, Nothing is for, you know, nothing's negative. There might be some drawbacks, but... Everything is positive. And that's my dog. And sometimes <laughs> I just want to have technology to... Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, the, the technology, uh, technology amplifies the mind. Uh, I'm reading here. Technology amplifies the mind's urge towards the unity of all thought. It accelerates the connection among all people, and it would populate the world with all conceivable ways of comprehending the infinite. Uh, that, to me, just sounds... A little too suspicious when it comes to, um, you know, obviously, the same people who right. are saying well, that conspiracy theories are crazy.
0: Um, right. Well, it's the same sort of transhumanist agenda who, in their best interest, is to, is to help along the New World Order and the globalization of um, the government and the transition into a technocracy and all things like that. Where technology is what's going to enlighten the human race,
1: yeah, and I, th- I think they really feel like the Illuminists and you know, the globalists, I think they really feel like they hit a home run with the internet um, because yeah. because in two thousand nine uh, the same guy, Kevin Kelly, wrote an article in Wired magazine called "The New Socialism Global Collectivist Society is coming online." and um you know, he just basically goes through how essentially what we have is a socialist world online that right. you know, people are jumping on. Everyone's doing following trends and um, you know, they're collaborating, they're, they're doing things together. They're sharing, um, you know, it, it, he's got a point there, but it's just very interesting. Cause I think, you know, he obviously thinks it's a positive thing. He, he tries cool. a lot to deny the fact that it's not the same socialism that we saw in the, you know, the early, uh, the mid-1900s and, you know, so.
0: Right. Well, at the same time, there's another side of it where I almost feel like he's trying to make the connection in order to um, sort of give socialism a good name again. Right. Um, you, you read it and you hear these things and uh, the points that he makes, and you see where the parallels exist. Um, But they are definitely a stretch, and they are definitely – the connections are not made naturally. They're made with the idea of um, giving socialism this benevolence again, right? Um, saying, you know, we've created it ourselves. This is what's happened. We've come together. We've shared – you know, we share ideas and things like this. Well, yes, that's nice. We do share ideas. We're human beings. We love to do that. But what we're not doing is all the things that socialism does. And you, you, you can sort of see what, where he's trying to stretch um, to make these connections, but the, the, the quote-unquote socialism that he's talking about online really is not socialism. It's not, you know, socialism as a, a government structure or a structure for ruling people, you know, has not worked in the past. There have been socialist uh, legislations and socialist programs that have um, done some good in the world, but a, a socialist um, power structure does not work in a historical sense. Right? Um, it creates poverty. It creates an elite class. You know, it's supposed to not create an elite class, but it, it inherently does because then there is a um, provider and then there are the ones being provided for
1: right you know
0: socialism as a as a government construct is not everybody sharing with each other it's the government sharing with everybody right right and that is not what the internet is the internet is not the government you know sharing ideas or dispersing all of our ideas or anything. These are people connecting and people doing things, which I think is good. And I think the internet is a wonderful thing. Um, And yeah. So, I mean, I I can share his love of the internet. Right. But what I, what I don't want to do is compare the, the things that happen on the internet and try to give a benevolence to um, a malevolent, malevolent,
1: malevolent, malevolent,
0: malevolent thing such as, uh, you know, a socialist government.
1: Yeah, he says here that that you know much of prosperity in recent decades was gained by unleashing market forces on social problems, and now we're trying to do the same thing with collaborative social technology, applying digital socialism to a growing list of wishes. Um, and it's it's interesting because he believes that the prosperity in you know he says prosperity in recent decades but it's like at the same yeah there's some there was a lot of prosperity but at the same time it really you know there's probably more poverty too at the same well, time you know so
0: exactly well even what he's referring to is not a socialist thing he's referring to a capitalist thing
1: right right right
0: you know having a bunch of people competing to do something is not socialism right you know these sort of advances that he's talking about are are capitalist built um, uh, things? I mean, you, you can take, for instance, after the oil spill in the in the Gulf of Mexico, you know, this was a great example of this, where they sent out the you know the bulletin. Everybody work on a way to to clean up this oil spill. Okay, so hundreds of people, hundreds of companies started working furiously on, a, on a, um, a way to solve the oil spill problem to clean it up right well this guy wants to call that socialism it's not socialism it's everybody competing to do this to get the money to do it right it's a capitalist thing which I I, I am 100% ready to um, admit that capitalism has some extreme problems oh yeah <laughs> um, with corruption and things like that so don't think I'm a I'm i'm uh thumping you with capitalism propaganda here okay my My point is that the sort of um competition and sort of um teamwork that he's talking about here is not socialism right and and the internet is not socialism in the way that he wants it to be
1: right well, anyways, anyway. <laughs> I think uh, we've kind of exhausted what we were going to talk about today, but um, again, you know, uh, CISPA was passed by uh, – oh, Passed by the dogs. House.
0: Again, okay. you want to go, <laughs> go at that again?
1: <laughs> Do you hear my dogs? It's like –
0: Yeah. <sighs> CISPA passed the the House of Representatives a few days ago, so it is now going to move on to the Senate. Um, and that should happen in the following weeks. But the fight is not over. Um, there are still uh, places um, to sign more petitions. To um, Recently, uh, people have been just overflowing the phone lines to their local uh, senators and other representatives um, to... Uh, to stop the bill where it's at. I think in California the other day, uh, there's something like ten thousand calls made in the day um, to the uh, the sec- the secretary of the Senate here in in California to all about uh, you know stopping CISPA. So everybody jump on board with that. Make sure to um, we'll we'll try to post the links to get your um, your hands on some of those numbers and things like that. Make sure to do that uh they're so close the 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 battle is almost won so uh make sure to join in there
1: yeah and i i posted on facebook earlier when it did pa- uh, pass the house um and you know there's there's some people that are friends that i'm i'm trying to develop you know again i didn't i don't do the facebook thing very well so uh you know i put like something to the nature of um you know a message to uh facebook and then in quotations, I put "hello" in a say, and then in parentheses, I put "everybody wave." So
0: <laughs> exactly. So that's very close. But anyways, all right, everybody, thanks for tuning in. If you're on uh, Twitter, make sure to follow us at Canary Cry Radio. Um, make sure to search us on Facebook. Um, make sure to stop by the website if you're not already there now and check out some other cool stuff we have there. Um, Let's see what else. Make sure to drop some comments on us. Send us your emails. We love getting your emails. Thank you, everybody who uh, sends them to us. We try to respond to as many as we can.
1: Well, all of them <laughs> because we're so <laughs> flooded with emails. Yeah, this, <laughs> this <is> so uh, <laughs> we've been so. getting some really cool emails from from people. So if you guys um, are listening and you sent us an email in the past and we're responding, thank you. It really is encouraging and it really. Um, does give us a lot of motivation to continue doing this so
0: right and we we love the the points that you guys bring up um so if you have a point to make if you have something you want to talk to us about just let us know send us an email we love to get those we love to respond to those um so yeah cool thank you guys cool guys thanks again take it easy bye